Hello. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. What up, what up? Hello, and welcome back to Barside Comics, episode four, the podcast that pulls the veil back on the seedy underbelly of the uh, service industry. My name's Matt. I am Elias. My name for today will be Adam. And, uh... How are you guys doing today? <laughs> oh, I just feel so fucking peachy right now. Oh, yeah, you look great. Yeah? Oh, thanks for pointing it out. You look like Anthony Kiedis in his Coke days. Ah. <laughs> you know, I'll take that as a half-ass compliment. I'm still on the optimistic side, though. Yeah, well, you you're, you sound amazing. Well, I'll make or sure I change it, that. Is that just pure spite pulling through? It's a emotional wreck inside. I just... I'm very good at putting on a facade. Yeah, I'm not even going to put on the facade. My, my, the inside of my head feels like a can of smashed assholes right now. I had, I had quite a bit to drink last night. It may, it may have gone overboard a tad. Yeah, well, that's what Saturday nights are for. And uh, Sunday nights are for the healing. We uh, ate, ate a bowl of pasta. and uh, Usually, uh, one thing behind the scenes, like I'll cook a little meal this time. They were going to get McDonald's. I'm like, no, it's going to be done soon. And it took like an hour later. I'm sorry, guys. It was worth the wait, it though. Was it, was, it was a terrific, terrific meal, especially. I was still waiting for my steak quesarito. Well, we don't sell those here. This is a Denny's. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you, you guys see that meme resurfacing of the, the punk band at Denny's? What the fuck is up, Denny's? Yeah, and there's just a mosh pit. I still give them 100% props for the just the pure confidence that, that those kids had. Their energy brought Denny's down. And what? That's got to be a cool ass Denny's. They're just like just hosting like, punk we, rock yeah, bands. Can we have like a hardcore show here? Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Why not? And now that manager is fired. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that was like his last day or something. Like, you know what? Fine. Fuck it. That's the last middle finger to the Denny's organization uh, as a, a whole. What a send off. I saw this uh, shirt that said Denny's is just Waffle House for people who don't know how to fight. Oh, shit. But I've seen some good fights at Denny's at, like, 2 in the morning. How many fights exactly have you seen at your local Denny's, wherever you may It wasn't been? local, but the answer... Oh, you traveled. The answer is two, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> that's, that's definitely a, a higher number than yeah, you expect for most breakfast places. Well, it's perspective-based. Two can... It's usually a low number, but it's like, oh, two fights at Denny's? That is much more significantly higher on the totem pole. It's like, oh, well, I saw eight. So Yeah, but so, it's about so was this quality. Like a, was this like a, yeah, was it a quality fight, or was it like a slap fight, just two random people just getting in each other's face? Or was it an all-out brawl, like world star quality, like well, people with their phones out chasing the first each other? One, the first one was in Madison, and I think that was just... You know, drunk people being drunk. I like to call the phase of the fight called rubbing nipples. We're like, what? What? And you're like, bros are chest to chest, and they're just kind of rubbing nipples and trying to be intimidated. Do something, bro. Do yeah, something. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, and that turned into a little grapple fight on the ground. But the one in Las Vegas, right on the strip. Holy shit. Wait, I thought there's I was, a Denny's on the strip of Las Vegas? You're goddamn right there is. Why wouldn't God. there be? <laughs> Why wouldn't there be? That's Fuck that's where yeah, that's America. where the entire Denny's clientele goes on their vacation as much as possible is to the Denny's in Vegas. 
You know what? It you might sense. be you might be in the middle of the desert, but you still can get your moons over my hammy. Exactly. But that was that was done as soon as it started. Like I thought, like I was part of a flash mob. I'm like, come out, Ashton. Are you here? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how was your guys' Saturday nights? Uh, well, I worked. I had a closing shift at my local pub. What kind of loser has a job? Yeah, lame. I know. Uh, I'll quit it soon. <laughs> <laughs> Just for you, Maddie. Thank you. But yeah, it was it was actually decently busy. I had like a whole bridal party. A uh, game of bar dice. I had like 12 people in it, and they were just relentless and wouldn't stop shaking dice. Therefore, kind of created the monster that I am this morning because I took a shot for every single one of Damn. those games of dice. Oh, oof. It was like it doesn't seem like a lot until you finally lock the doors, you sit down to count your money, and then you're like closing one eye to see... You're, like, Whoa. You're looking at like the receipt forms, like, well, is that an E? Oh. <laughs> How many letters are on this thing? Oh, yeah, that's, that's quite like, the struggle. Wait, there's supposed to be numbers. Shit. Does, does dice games catch up on well, your Well, here's quick? the thing about dice games. like The, the, the championship of the, 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 the game of bars, right? Yes. There comes to a point where there's just too many people shaking, and then no one's paying attention. It's like playing darts with more than four people. Everyone's like, what one am I? Whose turn is it? Exactly, and especially when there's drinking involved. And uh, But with dice, when it's just like, there's 12 people, and it's just like, all right, who's out? Who's out now? Who's out now? It's just like, keep it under, I want to say the sweet spot is six people. Absolutely. So when I'm on the civilian side of the bar, yeah. I stick to one rule of thumb that was taught to me by a renowned alcoholic that I do not support his lifestyle whatsoever. It's okay. probably the only good thing that he has taught me. If there are more people than dice in the cup, don't play. Yeah, at that point, if you lose, you're saddled with that bill. You know, True. The, the risk, the reward's not worth that risk. Maybe you get one free shot. Yeah. Versus maybe you have to buy 12 shots. Yeah, congratulations. That'll be $25, and here's your one shot of Jameson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, just don't suck. Get good, scrub. How about you, Adam? How was your Saturday night? It was, it was pretty good. I finished work a little early at 10 p.m. because I opened up the bar. Um, but I made the unfortunate oversight of... Uh, requesting that people show up to buy me shots after my shift the night before because I was working Friday night and there were people who were like, oh, yeah, let me just buy you a shot. And I was, again, with bar dice games going on and stuff, I didn't really want to oversaturate myself. Yeah. So I was like, just, just come in tomorrow. I'm off at 10. You can come buy me a shot then. I didn't want to discourage the shots being bought, but I also was not about to take that many shots. Get you, done with work, and I did not expect this many people to show up and follow through on their offer you mean you don't just take each one and put them in a water bottle for later and then at the end of the night you just have like this weird king's cup of booze i'm gonna start doing that now <laughs> that's a fit. that's a tremendous He's idea like the mad scientist but it's no, all playing yeah. games until someone has to drink it oh god oh absolutely that's hey, the best part we drink malort man oh what it, it can't be worse than malort <laughs> nectar of the gods but At least whatever gods are out of Chicago. So we're yeah. gonna make a new a new nectar with whatever this King's Cup is gonna be full of. So you get done at ten. If the bar is packed, you kind of just stay a little late, or do you just like peace? It's ten. Bye. So yeah, there there was a little overlap between when the 
the other bartenders came in and when I left just to make sure everything was covered, smooth transition type of thing. Gotcha. Yeah. As, as I was kind of like about to leave, I see see people walking in. They're like, oh, what's up? Where are we from last night? Let's do a shot. I'm like, okay. I mean, the that's first just... two were like, yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. I'm glad you came out. And then like four or five later, it's it's been like an hour and I'm already like six shots deep. Just got off of my shit. Yeah, and that's like the bane of trying to leave the bar. As soon as you made up your mind, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be responsible. I'm going to leave the bar early tonight. I'm going to wake up feeling fresh tomorrow. And then it's just like, oh, like two people come walking in that you haven't seen. You have a couple more. And it's just like, ah, shit, it's two again. It was nice, though. I was able to just hang out with a bunch of people and just be goofy on the opposite side of the bar, which is uh, a rare treat for me. Just being goofy on the other side of the bar. Hell yeah. So when I got done with work, I went down to go visit uh, our friend over here, Adam. And when I walk in, so I walk into Slim and Chubby's, I close down my bar. Everyone's cleaning. And here is Adam just with a shirt wrapped around his face, just standing at the bar like a totally normal human being, just with a shirt for no reason, no context. That. I was and supposed then he to got and... mad at me when I took it off. He's like, what the hell? Like, Why did I you, did something why'd you take my shirt off? I, I was supposed to try and startle him when, when he came in. I was supposed to be like Slenderman or something. I don't know. I was, I was pretty <laughs> I was drunk. I was supposed to be Slenderman. I was supposed, I was supposed to be something. With a bright yellow something. t-shirt <laughs> wrapped around the main focal point of a person. And to be fair, he was probably pretty freaked out. <laughs> I was concerned. See, I'm not taking my uh, shirt off in the form of mischievousness. Sometimes I just, you know, I, I I feel like my ultimate form, my Super Saiyan form, is shirtless. Absolutely. Especially with the weather getting a lot warmer and having the, the button downs. Oh, yeah. Get, getting that last button off, you're, it, I, you're I, I unlocking like, the I next think level. it's like a health bar of how drunk you are is how many buttons you still have buttoned on your shirt. So when you have like two left, it's like, uh-oh. The DJ at... Um, the third floor of my bar, um, he'll get on the microphone and shout Adam, out put that. Put your shirt back on. Oh no, he does the opposite. He says that it's basically like his sundial, so he knows how late it is because <laughs> there's always going to be one more button the later it gets. But yeah, it gets it gets pretty sweaty up there, with especially with the weather being hotter and everyone's just on the dance floor coming off caked in sweat. So naturally, that kind of has to happen. Yeah, I suppose so. It's like Miami Vice up there. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, we uh, told you ours. Yeah, let's how hear Maddie's. Uh, mine was, I'm, I'm an old man, so I did day drinking. Oh, blackberry brandy. Yep. There yep. we go. Doing, uh, what's well, the thing, uh, the guy who was working at Maine yesterday, every so often he's like, well, I'm not doing shots right now. So it's like, but we usually do old man and I don't come down. But I, I don't, I don't pressure in anybody into having a drink. That's one thing I wish like weed smokers would do more is like, stop telling people who don't smoke weed to smoke weed. Oh, uh, just one hit though. <laughs> just come on, dude, be a little cool. You know, uh, it cures cancer. But I don't know. My Saturday was pretty good. I kept having some people like some hangers on. I was just like, oh my god, would you just leave me alone? And let me drink in peace. But uh, it was fun. Ran into my sister uh, for four twenty. Uh, I've been celebrating since. I don't usually smoke a whole hell of a lot. But uh, I figured I'd, you know, partake and use this fine now Gandalf he, pipe. And now he's changed you just a downright degenerate yep. within just a week. I started smoking weed and I opened up my third eye and I invested all I have in Bitcoin. 
You're not alone, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> woke, woke Maddie is into the chat. I just, I just, I fell asleep listening to fucking twelve hours of Joe Rogan, and I woke up and I was like, NFTs, bro. <laughs> no, but like, uh, so I've been smoking a lot, and there's certain places in town that like it's that they don't give a shit whether you do it or not, as long as it's just not out blatant on. The bar. Right, exactly. So that's what I was doing. I was enjoying the sun. I was smoking some big doinks. I was big old doinks and Amish. (laughs) Yeah. Having some beers. And uh, then I went to a bonfire and then ordered some pizza and was an old man and was in bed by midnight. (laughs) I am truly jealous. That sounds absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But Sounds unfortunately, like, like, if I were to smoke weed at this point in my life, I literally will stare at walls for an abnormal amount of time. That's, or, that's the point. No, is it, though? I is mean, that the end goal? It's not the end goal. you putting the, that... The end goal of smoking the electric lettuce is I can concentrate on one thing at a time, whether it's like... Oh, I said I was going to do my dishes. I can fucking do that and just not get so distracted. Like every time I go to like sit down and like watch a show or play video games or something, it's just like I'll get like semi bored and just start looking at my phone. And it's just like fucking just that relax. loading screen took too long. It man. did. That's well, that kind of kind of ties into uh, our favorite hypothetical character from some earlier episodes of Stony Tony at work, the line cook at Denny's or whatever yeah. the fuck. <laughs> Seventeen-year-old stone, poor child in the back. Like maybe maybe he's tell got the that. chef he did good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What up, man? Thanks. When he comes back in from his from his ten-minute trip out to the dumpsters, we'll let him know. God, yeah. I mean, whatever. It's a life. It's oh. a life. Maybe he's got the same approach that it just helps him focus on that. Hey, yeah. he is running Denny's. <laughs> yeah, he didn't choose the ch- uh, yeah. he didn't choose the thug life. The thug life chose him. Stone we all make Tony. fun of him, but he's in Las Vegas Strip, yeah, the back of a Denny's, <laughs> living his best. The pinnacle of Denny's is in the world, <laughs> if you will. So uh, we took a break last week to do a little bit of Easter in. How was your guys' Easter? Uh, my Easter was fantastic, so I went for Easter Eve, which is usually where uh, my family kind of does stuff. We have a large family, so we let everyone kind of go to their other side of the family on the actual day of the oh, holiday. Yeah. Uh, my grandmother, who is my inspiration for cooking, made a fantastic, she had mussels, oysters, nice, probably the biggest filet of salmon I've ever seen Ooh. with homemade hollandaise sauce and then a nice salad that I didn't eat. <laughs> and then, like, she makes a fantastic... So Grandma rub. made everything? Grandma is hustling Damn. all day, if not the day before. And she refuses to take any help from anyone. And it's so weird. Like I said, she's my inspiration. I would not be a chef if it were not for her. Shout but, out Nona. Yeah, she can't taste shit. Like, her taste buds are so gone. She just needs it as spicy as hell. And she still ends up creating some of the best dishes ever. And she's like, it all tastes the same. It's not that good. I was like, Grandma, humble yourself a little bit less, you know? Yeah. Take a take a, a pause for yourself, you know? Come but, on, Grandma. The tragic tale of the artist that can't fully appreciate her own magnum opus. Yeah, right? But then, uh, so... 
the day after, uh, I actually joined our buddy Adam over here to his psychopathic family <laughs> that just, I was in no way ready for. You're just upset because you picked Malort and they all made fun of you? Oh, yeah, because I saw that snap. You're like, they have this entire wet bar. Yep. I chose Malort. Yeah, super mm-hmm. high-end bourbons, scotches. Yep. They have really good gin. Yeah, my, dad, then, my dad's an avid collector of uh, the expensive, exclusive whiskeys you know, that's and things my, of that nature. That's my end goal is to get to that kind of disposable income where it's just like, well, yes, this is a well, yeah, my 1972. Mom, like, my mom has hundred dollars of hundreds of thousands of dollars of bourbon that she just refuses to open. She's like, it's collector. I was like, Mom, if you're going to pass this off to me and my brother, you know right away we're tasting all of them. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what almost made it worse, I feel like, was that you were ha- having an engaging discussion with it. We're like, oh, yeah, I got this one from such and such place. Oh, this whiskey came from here. And you're like, wow, that's cool. Where's this one from? Yada, yada. Having a really good discussion about these fancy whiskeys and things. And then he's like, okay, which one do you want a shot of? And then Eli, straight face, just says, I'll have that Malort, please. <laughs> he, says, he, says, he says, I would like that Malort. And my dad says, no, you wouldn't. You, like, would, you would not want Malort. And I told him to pour it up. <laughs> and you're calling him the psychopath? Well, yeah, exactly. you're right. I mean, ah, stabbing yourself in the foot, you know? You know, you got to game recognizes game. So yeah. It ended up working out in our favor because um, my sister was trying to get her husband to try the Malort without mm-hmm. being obvious of what it like, was. Yeah. Because he's never tried it before. And he could he could definitely sense that something was amiss when she was like, "You should try this one." Oh, he but got pressured hard. There was not an option even out there for him. It was They're easier like, for oh, him to here, cave, though. This is what you have now. It was much easier for him to cave when she was like, "No, he just asked for it specifically. Clearly, he must enjoy it. Yeah. So it must be an enjoyable that liquid. poor kid." And he was like, "Okay, you're you're right. You're right. It can't be that bad." Oh yeah. And then he took the shot. Talk about discovered. a false bottom. Do you think there's like a masochistic nature of enjoying it? Of like, it's like taking giant horse pill vitamins instead of uh, gummy vitamins. It's like you have to suffer a little bit yeah. for it to it's enjoy nice it. It's nice to feel something every once in a while. Even you if know? it is just bitter yep. angst and hate. It's like pinching yourself to make sure you're not in a dream. You're like, oh, yeah. nope, this still sucks. We're still here. It takes a certain I'll type. I'll take another. It takes <laughs> a certain type to enjoy the Malort. Um, so well, enjoy and tolerate are two very different things. No, though. because I will, I will, I straight out enjoy Malort now. Like it's, it's not something that I do a lot of, but whenever I do it, it's just like that sweet, sweet kind of at the first of the taste and the tongue, and it's like, oh, this isn't that bad. And then the oh, there it is. It's familiar. It's very familiar. Maybe I'm just autistic. And it doesn't. <laughs> the flavor never leaves. It takes you. You're sitting there ten minutes with. The flavor of Malort, anything you drink, it's not going to stop that f- it. That flavor stayed longer than my dad did. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is officially going dark. No, he only left because he died. Oh, well, not... <laughs> that it. Talk about a slippery slope. This is my therapy. Oh, man, you poor... You poor... <laughs> you are not alone, Okay. If you he need was, to talk, this, I'm not if, here, if, but if I this can is probably what your find someone. Like you might want to yeah, find this, <laughs> this podcast is just a thinly veiled disguise of me just trying to get my woes off my chest, and it's like, but it's a ha ha funny podcast show. Yeah, we're all, we're all just coping. As long as you say "just kidding" at the end, we all do an awkwardly long hug after this in <laughs> silence. 
purely somebody hands starts, around waist. Somebody starts silently weeping. No, the true the true way to redact it all is just, but it's fine though. But it's fine. <laughs> LMO. Yeah. As, as long as you add up, but it's fine though at the end. I'm totally but fine. It's, but it's okay. Then it's, it's fine. fine. Uh, my Easter shit. Uh, my buddy Dakota had a party. Uh, he's one of those Traeger grills guy. Like I've never had a Traeger you grill. Think you're better than me. I and that's the thing because it's like how fancy can a grill be? But apparently they can be pretty fucking fancy when you can control the temperature from an app on your phone. I personally think it's cheating. It is. It takes out the fun, in my opinion. I every single summer I buy the same sixty dollars shitty Weber grill and I destroy that fucker. All summer, and I just toss it at the end because I know next summer I'm going to get a new one. I feel like having a grill like that would be good for bringing it to someone else's cookover and be like, hey, can I get your Wi-Fi password so I can connect my grill? <laughs> <laughs> they have hotspots now for that. I didn't charge my times. grill. Ah, oh, shit. It's got I mean, wireless hold on, charging. I need, I need to update my grill real quick. But... Uh, it was a lot of... Uh, this is like a friend that I don't usually get to hang out with a whole ton. So it was nice seeing him again. Uh, got to see a bunch of old friends. Uh, he made ribs, a couple of different ribs. And like the thing is, like, since he's got this uh, Traeger, he's always smoking shit. So it's like smoked ribs. Uh, I think he made like pulled pork. And he, he did fucking... Went all out. He's grill-pilled, for sure. For sure. Um... But uh, there was this one guy who came who I had never met. And my buddy's like, yeah, I just kind of met him too. Kind of told him I was having the shindig and now he's over. Uh, dude brought a beer bong, which I don't know how long it's been since you guys. I mean, you guys Hell are yeah, whippersnappers. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are whippersnappers compared to me. So the last time I did a beer bong, I feel like it was, uh, shit, maybe 10 years ago. And I bonged three beers, and my stomach was technically like it was not big enough to hold three beers. So as soon as it got to the bottom, it just Foam. foamed up. Yeah, and like immediately, like I remember I had my arms raised in triumph like this, and it was like yeah, and it was like in my victory cry, I they had the and I remember puking in his sink, and I just hear him and like oh, oh, you never puke in the sink, man. It was right there, Party and it was coming up so foul. It was coming up so fast. No, you if if you puke in the sink, hands. if you puke in the it sink, you're destined beer. to sink in here's, the puke. Here's the thing: it was so frosty and chilled. It was just as refreshing on the way back up as it was going down. That is utterly disgusting. I, mean, I hope that <laughs> you never like, mention that to any other poor soul. Oh, what wait, a no, terrible we're in a podcast right now. I forgot. What, what a terrible day to have ears that I needed to hear that sentence come out of your mouth. Well, here's the thing. The thing that made me feel bad was as I'm just like, oh, no. All I can hear is, oh, you got it in a cereal bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry, Terry. Terry hated me. Terry hated me. We were neighbors growing up, and I think he just kind of put up with me. One time, me and another party... Well, it seems you're pretty, like, aggressive towards he hated you. Did he really put up with you, or uh, did he announce his one, hatred One party, in a normal occurrence? One party, me and my friend Jay uh, went into his bedroom and flipped his mattress in his box spring, and then put the fucking sheets over the box spring so when he got drunk and passed out it was like whap right on wood <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like dude hated me okay but that's that's a pretty solid prank, in my though. in my yearbook he tells me to grow up which sorry terry 
<laughs> Sorry, Terra Barra. Still it's, haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> still waiting on the glow up. Hot Girl Summer. Here we go. Yeah, you know what? Once we got past Drunkard's Easter, fucking Hot Girl Summer right now. And we got our beer bongs for Jesus out of the way. Beer bongs for GBs. Yep. And uh, I'm going to get so tan this summer, I feel like. You? Yeah. Uh, I can see it. I'm going to have a tan dick. A nice. Okay. Well, <laughs> you had me in the first half. <laughs> like, yeah. Why is your dick so tan, bro? <laughs> It's the only thing, man. <laughs> Nothing but sweatshirts and sweatpants, but there's a hole, <laughs> hole right there. Yeah, I feel like the, the tanning mode is definitely a good one. Get some drinks on the beach. Had, had our fair share of beach days last summer. Oh, absolutely. Beach days. Yeah. Oh. So we have a lot of friends all in the service industry, bartenders. For abnormal, some reason... Almost all of us head off on Wednesdays. Yeah. So almost every Wednesday at like 11 in the morning, we'd all go just pick a beach and we would just squad like Where's a good Where's there a beach? Well, we go to like Elkhart, Elkhart Wolf, Sheboygan, Wolf, I wherever we can. I've only lived in this area for like three years and I've not done any exploring outside of that. I'm trying to change that. You got good old year. Winnebago right down the road. No, oh, we, 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 got you, we got your back, Maddie. We'll, we'll take you over but to like, some beach days. It's like a uh, fucking... Well, here's Except he's going to have his dick out and it's going to be like the Loch Ness Monster. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> but like also like living in... San Diego for seven years. I'm like the real beach. Yeah, yeah. What's the with all these rocks? Yeah, we're we're talking about the air quotes beach where it's just someone nice. someone just bringing sand from the quarry or something and dumping it next to the pond, and they're like, this is this is a beach now. This is beach now. But it it's a uh, suitable for for our needs. Just just a place to lay out in some swimming suits and day drink. Yeah, on a Wednesday at noon. Yeah. It's the most off day, and that's the best part of it because there's not many people there at the beach. Absolutely, yeah. You get now you can be your true drunk self in public without having to kick kids over. <laughs> but what if I? What if that's my favorite part? Yeah, you know what? Go there on a Saturday and enjoy your time alone, <laughs> and just enjoy jail. <laughs> yeah, with your dick well, out and sweatpants, <laughs> kicking kids over. Now just I'm kicking, gonna, to- kicking toddlers, trying to avoid the police. Now, I'm gonna have to come back and reintroduce myself to my neighbors. Uh, prior to Kalen's law, I have to let you know. <laughs> it's all circumstantial. It's not what it. It's I not. Thinking. I was. Well, just, what did you do? I just had my dick out. I was just tanning. I was just tanning. My dick was out for a totally different reason besides the kicking toddlers thing. <laughs> like, it happened you, to happen at the same time. Do you want to see how tan I am right now? <laughs> this looks like Lorenzo Lamas dick. Oh my gosh. All right. I think we're going to take a little break. Like and uh, we'll take a fiver and we'll come right back. Twisted T shotgun. Hootie 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 Birds aren't real. Welcome back. Um, So after looking at our uh, our, our massive spreadsheets and Excel uh, squads and our minority report board of just us Stats, stats, logistics uh, I think we wanted to talk about karaoke Oh goodness, yeah So it's a love-hate situation in my opinion I love karaoke so much I'm glad you're on my team with this one, Maddie But what side of the bar are you? Right now? (laughs) <laughs> I am of the fun side. Yeah, be on the other side <laughs> and still love karaoke to its full potential. I've only ever been on the fun side so far, and 
It is aptly named. Do I Some people bring have all the luck. We should bring karaoke up to the third floor. Fucking eventually. You want to fucking dance to some guy singing uh, four non blondes? Go right ahead. That is, is my karaoke song. Nah, that's that's how you get some some forty year old dude with the big old beard. Just you were working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. <laughs> which, I, which, I, which don't get me wrong, I'm here for it. I would enjoy the shit out of that. But all the people that dance for me, like, oh, I don't want to. I want to listen to that one song. So working karaoke makes me super nostalgic because it was the first place I was like really getting my chops on and how to cook. And it was this sports bar and like the east side of Madison. It was like the biggest bar in its area, kind of like big enough to be like a spot, but Brad, Brad, the Brad. only place. So it was still kind of like a neighborhood bar. Yeah. And every Wednesday night they had karaoke, so. I had to bounce for karaoke. I was like, it was like a weird mixture of like bouncing, doorman, and barback. Okay. Loader. Yeah. And it was always like after I was done cooking. So I'm like, yeah, sure. If I'm going to be here, I might as well be making money. And you get the same people every week playing the same songs. (coughs) Adam. In the same order. It's like, uh, I can never listen to, uh, like, Hall & Oates the same way again. Just because I knew at fucking, at 9.30, fucking Gary was going to sing Maneater, you know? <laughs> but I, I'm super nostalgic for it because, yeah, I met a lot of good people through that karaoke night at Lazy O Flounge. See... Uh, when I worked karaoke, it was more got to the point where I was taking just pure enjoyment at people just bombing, yeah, hard, and like to the point where halfway through their song they notice and they just gets worse and worse and worse, just snowball effects down, pure serotonin running through the Schadenfreude, my body. Yes. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, that sucks. One you of the- should probably never do karaoke again. And that is a terrible thing of me to ever say because I am a god awful singer. What are you, the Gong Show? I'm the most hypocritical person when it comes to this because I am almost 99% of the time going to be that person that bombs. And then I'm sitting on the stage being like, oh my God, everyone hates me. I mean, you're such a bad singer that even when you talk, you sound off tune. Well, oh, damn. <laughs> Rude. That's savage. But yeah. it's all about confidence. If you go up there, you could be the worst damn singer ever. Oh, but yeah. But if you go up there with confidence you and put on you a show. make sure you are the worst, mm-hmm. it's like dance moves, a lot of neck movement, maybe a little hip action. You know what? People will always praise you for being that person rather than it's- just going up there and just trying to be... You know, on American Idol. Yeah, it's Using similar to uh, stand-up comedy open mics in that sense as well. Oh, that that's a, sef- a separate type of bomb because at least with, with karaoke, you're singing somebody else's song. With comedy, you're telling your own jokes that you spent time to write. And if somebody's just like, shut up. And it's just like, that, that was When they that don't hurts. even laugh at you. <laughs> it's like, that's the worst. If I'm that bad that they're just feeling sorry for me for just standing up there cracking jokes, 
Well, Lord help me. There's something about being that awful. Like, take a look at American Idol. Nobody knows any of the, like, maybe Kelly Clarkson. Uh, fucking, other than that, I don't know who has won. You got like a handful of winners. Like, but everyone remembers good. William Hung. She bangs, she bangs. Oh, baby, that, that Asian guy that, oh, yeah. yeah, everyone's. Dude, how, how big did Pants on the Ground guy get? Like, that was just a random one-off thing. Well, but I mean, I don't, I don't remember hat. what year it was. I don't remember what person actually won that year. Yeah, but I remember there was some dude who walked in and sang an original song where he just kept saying "pants on the ground" over and pants over. Pants on the ground. Pants, pants on the ground. ground. Pants on the ground. Well, you have to probably understand. I assume that a lot of that is probably staged just for entertainment oh, yeah. purposes. Oh yeah. Like, there is no way this guy dressed as a clown going up there. You know, like, nope. You know whole what? Whole heart dreams in tow. I'm gonna say yes way because there's some delusional ass people out there. Yeah, I've seen you with the mic. <laughs> Double damn. We, th- we think you're getting somewhere with this. Uh, no, I had a friend trial for American Idol one time, and he got beat by a piece of... A guy dressed as a piece of pizza singing, that's amore. <laughs> and I'm like, at least he got beat by someone with talent. Oh, <laughs> wow. God. Yeah, I, I would say the only, like, when you said it may or may not be, like, staged, the people are definitely showing up with full intent. I think it's just the, the framing when they put it onto the TV. Yeah. Of, that that might be a little. I uh, think. Well, I think like a lot of those shows are also maybe a little uh, exploitative. Exactly, like, uh, they, they do pre-screenings of everybody, so they're like, "This guy's so bad, we need to put him on television." For America's Got Talent, there was two people I knew in Madison that were on that show, and one was like this homeless dude that played guitar, Art Paul, Art Paul Schlosser. If any Madison folks are listening, and he's just like a, he's like the guy that's just downtown playing. I got a banana sandwich. <laughs> And of course, he's just there to wear a cheese head and look goofy and fucking have people X him out immediately. The other guy was uh, this guy uh, who shot milk out of his eye. And I knew him personally, and I would have to kick him out of the bar because he couldn't pay his $13 bar tab from last week. So, damn. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he that bar tab busy was probably buying all the milk. <laughs> yeah, this is all uh. my milk. He keeps spending all my milk money. That shit's expensive, man. No, well, but at least oh. gas is like back above milk prices now. <laughs> <laughs> now you can just drink milk and run everywhere. Eli, ever the optimist there. Yep. But I am super nostalgic for my old bartending or the floater, the karaoke floater shifts, just because like on karaoke, nobody's starting fights. Nobody's starting fights. Nobody's trying to sneak in underage. Duly noted. I, I know, I know everybody duly, that's there. I'm going to start fights only <laughs> during karaoke. For no reason. This song sucks. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, Danzig again. Oh, and I was like, no. wait, you were the one that sang that. I was like, yeah, fuck you. You want to fight? If you want to start a fight at karaoke, I think you just have to request the same song someone else did. And try right one of them, and then now, now you're getting into a karaoke. I have fight. a beef. I have a karaoke beef. So one of my favorite songs to do is "You Never Even Call My Call Me by My Name" by David Allen Coe. I fucking kill it, right? Sure you do. But the only thank you, the only uh, karaoke person in town now, she has like this like hanger on follower dude that like that's his song. And I'm like, Cole, can I sing this song? He's like, oh, he already sang it. But I'm like, yeah, but he probably did a shit job of it. <laughs> Fucking let me sing it. I'll have this entire bar eating out of the palm of my hand. 
I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly. <laughs> Gator needs his gat. You gotta get that uh, get karaoke no Thunderdome head to head versus karaoke. <laughs> a battle of the karaoke. So yeah, karaoke beefs are real. I remember uh, I had a roommate, are and uh, yeah, dude, definitely, oh, absolutely. There was one time. Uh, this is back. the shit that would make me want to start a fight <laughs> during karaoke is seeing you two dumb fucks. Usually it boils. It has it. to boil for uh, a bit. You so have to take that hate sauce, reduce it down halfway, and oh. add some gunpowder. A nice demi-glaze? <laughs> I did almost. Uh, <laughs> the demi-glaze of hate. Yeah. Oh, there, there was a lot of hate glazed onto this one encounter that I witnessed where there was a very terrible karaoke DJ who took it upon himself to sing along with like background vocals, which is a good trait to have if you're like, oh, this person's kind of like struggling along, they're kind of mm. nervous. Let me help them out. But for like everyone? For, for every single person. And there was this other guy who was going up there, and um, he might have actually been singing dancing now that you mention it, but um, he was up there just Mother, singing. This, yeah. Tell your children not to walk my way. And he I was, love dancing. And he, was, he had a super serious like look on his face and stuff. He was really getting into it. And again, it was super enjoyable to watch, entertaining. He wasn't a bad singer. But the karaoke DJ continuing to sing along with and sometimes over the guy who's on stage with the microphone. Uh, uh, halfway through the song, he just did this. Just took his <laughs> microphone, put it back in the stand, stepped two steps back, and just turned and just stared him down for yeah, the rest of Do you want to sing this song? Stood hands crossed, just stink eye in the DJ for the entire let the song continue playing and just stood there and just stink eyed the fucking DJ the whole just, song you just I have was to keep singing like, go shut up shut the fuck shut up I was I was ready to witness a fight between the DJ and this dude oh, it was it was like insane that. but so, yeah so karaoke beefs are real by the way oh I, I am you have opened my eyes so weird thing that I said so like Whenever I see like one of my friends that doesn't like normally go out of their way to put themselves in the spotlight, mm-hmm. and then they just get that you know one shot, and they're like confidence of a king, and I'm like, no, like you're not this person. You're gonna get up there. You're gonna freeze. I'll call. I'll call out my friend right now, Haley. Good old Haley. I love you. Shout out Haley. Shout yep. out Haley. If you're I listening, we her, know you are. Yeah, saw her walking up. It was probably like 8 o'clock at Slim and Chubby's. They had it on the first floor, just tucked in a corner. Well, you have a whole bar of people, and she just started walking up. I'm like, you're not going to do it. There is no way that you are going to do this. This is not you. What are you doing? And immediately went to the DJ, grabbed the mic, and with all confidence, bombed to hell and I felt my heart that's crushed. some that's some power shout out Haley yeah. but like I'm ride or die that's, that's with, big like, big energy there you B- suck B-D-E. and then I was like you suck he was like I don't know that wasn't me dude that was someone was like, that was somebody else don't be so bad next time I don't know but yeah that, that was just my shout out for Haley love. sorry love you I mean she gets up there and does whatever she's doing and just has that full confidence that's what it's all about man that's big that's energy right there that's what she did there. not have <laughs> Fucking! I remember living in this house, and uh, our roommates. We were working at the same bar, and that was the same karaoke bar that I brought up before. Um, and he was trying to sing like Red Hot Chili Peppers, and like you know, I'm always there to like boost my friends. I'm like, yeah, like I'm the opposite. Bop, beep, bop, California. He was trying to sing Under the Bridge, and like. It wasn't the worst thing I ever heard. That seems like a rough karaoke song, though, because there's not really like it's. That's one of my go-to's. On it, 
I kill it. If, it, if it's if it's surrounded by other people doing other like slower songs, then it's good. But I feel like if someone's doing a bunch of high energy like dancey poppy songs, and then you shift the energy to a song like Under the Bridge, that's that's an abrupt. Well, shift, here's the thing, because like I think I he asked me later when we were at home, he was like, "Oh, did, dude, was I awesome?" And I'm like, "Ah." <laughs> and he got kind of like buttered I'm like oh, Do you want me to fucking Just sugar shellac it And be like Oh dude You were fucking awesome Man well, if I'm It's not about being awesome It's about having fun yeah. If I'm but, in that predicament I expect you guys To blow smoke up my ass If I fucking bomb You guys better be The most supportive People You'd be like Oh man you fucking killed it I don't After the story you just I told did. us About what you were Blasted at Haley dude, Yeah I we're say, gonna be Across the room I Not do. paying attention Oh, I'll call you out. <laughs> that's so. the worst part. It's when people are just like, uh. Well, she asked me for a shout out, and that's the one story that reminisced, referenced the topic. Shout out, Haley. Oh, uh, someone's trying to impersonate you on Instagram. You might want to shut that shit down. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Little FYI. So what, I, what I'm gathering for this conversation is that we need to take a trip to a karaoke bar and make Eli get up there and sing. I will. Oh, absolutely. I'll do with it. As with as much confidence. shit you've been talking exactly. today. 100%. Holy fuck. The, the gauntlet has been cast. This is, this is something that needs to happen. I'll fucking kill it. What are you, you going to go? What are you going to do? Ooh, I don't know. Probably she talks to angels. <laughs> what is that? She talks to angels. By who? Uh, I think that's by Hinder? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, or Hard to Handle by the Black Crows. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a, that's a really good one. I've had that in my repertoire every once in a while. But and what's okay? We'll, so we'll do a karaoke. Battle or I would really then. fuck with people and do something with Les Claypool. Any band that Les Claypool is in. Oh yeah, like so Primus I can just kind of like mumble shit. Maybe <laughs> no one will know if I'm actually singing the beaver. Sexual innuendo insert here. I think I think what would be better is if Eli doesn't get to pick his song and we pick the song for him and we tell the DJ what song. No, he's that's not fair because well, the, I've if never you're heard go up there with confidence. You have to know what you're saying. You gotta know here, that. You song. gotta you gotta know it. You gotta you do gotta know it. Here's what I want to do. I I don't even know his range. True. And it's a flat E that's uh, out of turn, out of tune. Uh, show us on the automaton. <laughs> no, don't. That thing's annoying. So if you take that bass and break all the strings mm-hmm. before they're snapped, but they're just like... Right as the... Yeah. yeah that's my tone. That's, that's the key that I sing in. You know what? Just like Tom Waits. And you know what? I'm here for you. I will support you. But uh, yeah, you're totally singing Barbie Girl by Aqua. <laughs> <laughs> we can We can totally make that happen. Okay. What about you? What's your, your karaoke, karaoke go-to... So I I do like to mix it up from time to time, but um, I'm I'm a pretty big fan of doing doing some Queen every once in some a while. Some Queen, that's you a know. bold choice. That is. I mean, Freddie Mercury sings all the way up here. Oh yeah, and it's it's usually pretty bad, but you know, <laughs> if if I could get if it's late in the night, everybody else is drunk. They're all just singing along anyway, so we're all just having a good time singing along to a familiar Queen song. Yeah. As does, long does as it's matter. not Bohemian Rhapsody, I support you. I agree. Thank you. Bohemian Rhapsody does not need to be sung at karaoke anymore. I that, that one can be retired so from the, yeah. to the, to the <laughs> annals of karaoke history. There, oh, God. Uh, when I was 22, I think, 
uh, there was this bar in San Diego, uh, San Diego I used to go to called um, Gillies. And Gillies had like karaoke all the fucking time. But on the first of the month, they had helium karaoke. And it's exactly what it sounds like. There's just a tank of helium. They give you a balloon. You suck it down. You sing your song. Not only they're singing funny, they're just high as shit up there. <laughs> okay, that gives me an idea. Here's the thing. I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> just look at the rhythm of my <laughs> You don't need the helium, bro. But That would be tremendous. But one me. Halloween, I was there, and for some reason, I had a bought like a four-pack of luchador masks. As yeah. anyone should. As anyone yeah. should. When you're young and have disposable income, like, why not? Why not luchador masks? Gas. Eh. So luchador. Um, took some mushrooms, put my mask on, went to the bar, did this helium karaoke, and in the middle of my song, like that's when like the roller coaster, like with like uh, the mushroom trip, you know, oh, it's geez, kind of, yeah. it fe- a mushroom trip feels like going up on a roller coaster, like. And once you're at the top, whoosh. That's know, what I I'm not really feeling it right now. Exactly. Maybe I should take a little bit more. Yeah. But Famous it was helium karaoke. I was wearing this luchador mask. I was trying to sing Fat Bottom Girls and just terrible at it. And just sweating underneath my mask. Just oh, no. fucking pouring the rain. Mask, the sweat from the shrooms. The sweat <laughs> from the being on stage under all the lights. Oh, man. And I gave up halfway through. I'm like, I need to go home now. Like, I announced it and put the microphone back. And someone was like, yo, you okay? I'm like, don't worry. It's just the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Uh, how, how comforting of you just, to let uh, them know. I just walked home and uh, called it a day. Stared at my phone for... Get away from the shadow people. <laughs> <laughs> It was so fun. It was such a fun karaoke. It time. sounds just a terrific time. There are somehow more and less people in the audience than there are people in the building. I don't know what to make of that, so I'm going to leave now. <laughs> so I feel like once you already have your worst karaoke experience, that's that's such a fucking thing to do. You know, it's like driving around a sports car and getting your first scratch. It's just like sweet. All right, I can finally drive this thing like I want to. Um, and nowhere to go but up. Exactly. And it's when like you just a new bartender finally having that shift that they drink too much. Oh yeah. And you're, they're just struggling through, just sloshed. Every bartender needs to have that experience at least once. Otherwise, you need to know where rock bottom yep. is. That's where your scale mm-hmm. starts. It's, it's like the, the, up it's up like the military. They break you down and build you up. Exactly. You gotta you gotta find that limit. I do, I do want to say there's something about karaoke. Like, do you just do you do you do your song or do you read a room? Um, I like to think that I try and read the room. I don't know how particularly well I do that. It's probably more of like a fake justification. Like, yeah, this is the song I want to sing. I look around, and be like, everyone else wants to hear this too. It's it's totally fine. Yeah, Wh- they, whether or not that's accurate is totally like I don't care about other people's wrong opinions. I know what I'm doing. I mean, that's that's why we have such a diverse cast on this show we have so many different opinions it's just like yes i i try to take people's feelings into consideration i want to make sure everyone has a good time you're like fuck this <laughs> oh yeah the, the decision is very rarely changed by that like analysis i'm usually just convincing if, myself if only there was one song that could make everyone happy like probably something by weird al you know 
I, I do song by Weird Al. Everyone, everyone's down for a round of Amish Paradise. Oh, of course. I'm fat. <laughs> I want to say my bologna. Goodness, this is a slippery slope. <laughs> no, the rest of the ten minutes are just us doing Weird Al impersonations. I will not. Um, I will say one one song in the Weird Al vein. It was a Lonely Island song, and oh, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't even a karaoke night. It was just some dude who was like pretty clearly new to DJing. I was out with some of my army buddies, and they were like, "Hey, I see you have a microphone there. Can we do karaoke?" And he just kind of shrugged. He looked around. There was like six of us there, and there was like six other people over at the bar not really paying attention or dancing or anything so he just kind of shrugged he's like sure and he like looked up on his laptop a uh, instrumental version of mm-hmm. finest girl by the lonely island <laughs> and he based on his reaction of looking it up clearly didn't know the content of this song <laughs> and then there was just six army people passing around one microphone singing along to this lonely island song just having a blast i don't know if i've heard that one but i do love lonely island Oh, it's it's a fantastic one. My go-to the way the way I discovered karaoke uh, was through tequila. Uh, no, that's a great one to do. <laughs> um, is uh, so I've got a bunch of Lemmy Kilmeister shit. I uh, love Motorhead and that song, the Ace of Spades, that song. Mm-hmm. And what I did one time was I'm like, can I have a couple of plastic shot glasses, just empty, please. And so I had him on a tray, and I filled each one of them with like a little bit of PBR. So when I got to the guitar solo part of the song, I just would grab one shot and another and another and another. So it looks like this bar that I just did like fucking 15 shots. <laughs> <laughs> and then start on the, the guitar solo part. It's all about it. putting on a show, man. Oh, absolutely. You do that. You're fucking golden. See, uh, that's that's why this discussion of whether someone's good or bad at singing the song, that's only a fraction of the experience. So one thing that I always thought that would be fucking just hilarious is like when we're doing our stand-up and like, you know, open mic stand-up and someone goes out there, pure confidence, and like does a mint rendition of some opera song oh, and yeah. then just walks off. Fucking Ave Maria the fucking yeah. house. And I just think that would be fucking hilarious. Like, what is, are are people gonna like start booing him? But it has to be good. Like, this is actually beautiful. But we came here to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm be the not most, crying in my wine. The most pleasantly confusing experience of their entire year. I gotta say, the Disney song, sto- the Disney songs need to stop. You get too many fucking theater kids and trying to show me the world, and like, I don't want to see the world. I, I to- can open your eyes. Huh. Jazz hands. I will like, never complain it. against anything that Elton John wrote for The Lion King, though. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, that's not the Lion yeah, King. Yeah, wow. That's Brother Bear. I'm a Bear. penguin, I'm a llama. That's how that Circle of Life song. I'm yep. a penguin, I'm a llama. And that's how you sing that song. I'm a penguin, no, I'm a llama. I don't know if that's 100% accurate. I'm a penguin, and I'm a llama. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, like it. I truly believe you now. <laughs> 100% and, supportive. And also Phil Collins, Tarzan. That's, yeah, that's, that's Lest we forget. Yep. No business fucking slapping that hard. I do want to say um, there are some karaoke regulars that I need to shout out. I know they're listening. Let's hear them. Ah, fucking Tony Maroney, the world's most functional crackhead. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> this is starting out great. I need more. This, I, I used to go to this. I used to go to this tiny trailer park NASCAR bar that was right next to the bar that I worked at, and they had this karaoke. And Tony Maroney was this dude. I don't even know if that's his name. This is what I called him. I uh, hope it he is. had he had like a business van where like he made like keys for or something like that. What kind of shout outs are you doing? I don't even know his name. But like he would he, <laughs> he would sing these songs and when he wasn't singing, the way he would dance, he's like doing karate chops in the air and just like and dude fucking the confidence level on that man. He would just fucking from eight PM to one thirty, just karate chopping the air. That's a good workout. So many burnt calories. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that is a pretty solid shout out, Tony Maroney. Tony Maroney. Um, let's see, uh, Brett. Brett, if you're listening and you know you are, uh, the whenever you used to do um, day after day. Uh, why can't I get just one kiss? Or like, or something like that. Um, sounded like an alleyway full of cats, but. The confidence again. That's the key factor. <laughs> and then I went to my last shout out was there was this one lady who was wearing like a one piece suit that was all leopard print. And I kind of remember that. I never remembered her name. I don't think she sang any songs. I'm just like, well, that's something I'm gonna I'm gonna die with that memory. <laughs> <laughs> I think my oh, most wasted memorable brain one. cells on that one. No way. That is not wasted brain cells. That is valuable. That was a fantastic cheetah shoot. I'd right. say the most I, memorable one I had. I was, redact uh, my statement. I didn't know I was gonna get so personally attacked there for having a Eli, what was what was the name of that dude who always wore the sunglasses and the black top hat? The um, black top hat. With like the long he looked like Slash. What, tuxedo mask? No, like an uh, IRL person. He looks like Slash. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool way to look. Like the but, one that smoked cigars on the patio? I think so. With like the trench coat? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. There's a I guy in a top hat and a trench coat so <laughs> smoking cigars? Was so, he in an anime? Big but, ass yes. stogie cigars. And he would never, like, he would walk in, get a beer, right back outside, smoke cigars with a top hat, a trench coat down to his ankles, big ass boots on. The round red tinted sunglasses. That's how we know we're living in a simulation. Like, we're living in World of Warcraft. And that guy is just a player character. Is like, I want to wear a top hat and a trench coat, and I smoke cigars. If you think that makes him sound like a player character in a video game, listen <laughs> listen to when I saw him come to karaoke one night. He picked Dirty Diana by Michael Jackson and got up on stage, took the microphone, did not sing a single line from the song, just started talking about how Halloween was like invented by corporations to sell like more candy and costumes to kids and stuff, and just went on a big old it's anti-corporation just, it's big rant. Diabetes. Yeah, just a big anti-corporation rant. Dude, while, that guy while rocks. The, while the like instrumental track of Dirty Diana played in his in the background of this rant, <laughs> it was wild. <laughs> Dancing's on in the background. <laughs> Such a small, angry man. It it was. That that's the one that's gonna be living rent free in my head until the end of time. To 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 leave off on a positive note, I did the best karaoke song that I've ever heard was this guy with a mullet and like a chevron mustache singing uh, four non blondes. What's going on? And he it's called what's up. Oh, is it? Sorry, sorry. Cut that's that. Cut that. Cut that. Uh, <laughs> but he's saying it just so. 
well. Like, you don't expect dudes to have fucking amazing falsettos. And he's just doing it. He's sending it, bro. And uh, I think I bought him a beer after that. Absolutely. Well earned, it sounds like. Yeah. 25 years in my life is still trying to get up that gripping feel of hope for a destination. All right. That's been Barside Comics. Uh, you can you find me tuning in. You can find me at Kitchen Daddy Maddie on most social programs. Last underscore palm underscore tree underscore. Oh, there's a the in the beginning. Figure it out. You figure it out. At Poltrock underscore. Uh... And this has been another episode of Barside Comics. Peace. Peace. Later.